Hello and welcome to this week's episode of your podcast. I am your host Bella and welcome to another week of You've Got Mail. I'm always shocked that I'm still here on time. It's still shocking to me that I'm still managing this, but this is good. We are now 9th of March. This is a good long streak. I do not want to break the streak. I feel like I've got into a good pattern of recording. Record on a Wednesday on my day off and it works beautifully, beautifully. So let's start as we always do with a little a little life update. Mm, got a bit of ahead of myself last week. Got a little bit too cocky with how well things were going, I think. I think I was just like, this is brilliant. This is excellent. Life's just going Mwah! beautifully. Mm, bit ahead of the game, I think. It's not going badly, but... The house situation is not as easy as I thought. The housing situation fell through, which I I knew it was gonna happen. I just, you know, you just have a vibe that's just not gonna happen. It was all going too well. This is not going against what I said last week, which was like, when things are going well, it's like when things are meant to happen, it'll flow easily because it has flown easily. It's all been fine. But I think I got way too ahead of myself with thinking, that it was going to work out. I feel like when you're trying to find housemates, this is a minor detour from this episode, but when you're trying to find housemates or make like a kind of plan, it's been the same with traveling and things like that. You have to kind of hold on to things loosely because they are going to change so much when there's so many other factors apart from yourself. Things change so quickly and so rapidly, so it's really hard. I I clinged on to something too soon and I don't think that was really like fair on myself or them, to be honest, because I was making myself really anxious about it. I couldn't really sleep, and I was like, oh, I just thought, I think in my head it had been a massive tick list that had happened, a big tick list that was done, and that kind of made me, I don't know, I think because I thought it was a big tick list that had done, when it fell through, I then felt really disappointed, I felt really anxious about it, and then I just had to reason to myself, we're not moving till September. I looked on the Girls Who Rent page, people are posting for the end of March. I'm like seven months ahead of the game and it's just kind of, it's hard to move that far in advance and I have to be okay with being a little bit more relaxed, which is good, okay? It's what we're working on. We're trying this whole new relaxed mindset thing. Whether it works, we will see, but we're trying. We definitely are trying. So the search for flatmates continues. Other than that, it's been an okay week. Um, Next week's graduation, which is very exciting. I'm a little bit nervous because I don't know what happens at a graduation, I don't know what you do, and I am really scared of tripping, but I don't think that's going to happen. And I was speaking to my friends at the weekend about it, because they've all had theirs, and they were saying how, just like when you walk across, look across the room and take it in, because none of them remember their graduation, and it was only a few months ago, but they were so nervous, they didn't take it in. And so I really want to consciously take this moment in, because it was a lot of work, it was a lot of work. The only sad thing about it is that Louis can't come in, which is really disappointing, but he is still going to come and you can watch it outside and we're going to go out for some really nice food after and then I'm going to have to record in Manchester this episode because I've swapped all my shifts around, but then I'm going to go stay in Manchester for four nights, which will be really, really nice because I haven't, I was just about to say I haven't been away in ages. I have just come back from skiing, that does count, (laughs) but I feel like I haven't been to Manchester in ages, which is true because I haven't. Um, I've only been once this semester, which has been a nice break, I can't even lie, like, I was doing it so much last semester, so it's been nice this semester to have a bit more of a chilled out time, but I am excited to go back and do some more, like, city things, like, I haven't been to a club in so long, or, like, a rave, I haven't been in 
ages and ages and ages and ages and so I'm really excited about that but in a way I felt like I needed to leave it quite a while because I wasn't excited about it anymore because we went to warehouse project so much like on the weekly I just kind of lost the excitement level you know and I don't want that I wanted to be really excited about it all so I am excited that I'm glad that I've had a break and excited to start again and start going to Manchester. We've got some nice plans. There's a kilo sale. I'm going to buy loads of clothes because I'll be thinking graduation treat yourself. It's allowed to happen. So that's good. The only stressful thing is the outfit choices. My shoes arrive tomorrow. Thank God mum has ASOS Premier Delivery. I ordered four pairs of shoes. Only one will stay and they will definitely be on my Instagrams. Actually, you'll probably have seen them by now, but I've ordered three strappy pairs and one chunky pair of heels and one of them is the one I'm, I'm feeling what one of them is the one I have managed though total cost of my graduation will only be like 20 quid which is mad that's crazy I feel like I've done this so cheaply and well I got my dress okay we're gonna tell this is a little secret I got my dress reduced to five pounds five pounds does it get better than that no it doesn't get better than that it is perfect as well so there's that which is exciting and I'll get my hair cut on Thursday and it's all slowly coming together. I don't know what I'm going to get my hair cut into and I always get a little bit nervous at this point because it's tomorrow and what if it goes wrong for the graduation but I am sure it won't. Although I still have no idea what bag I'm going to wear because I'm wearing a black dress and white shoes or black shoes so I kind of want a colourful bag but I don't know it's a bit of a tricky one because the sash is green like the most vilest green you have ever seen in your life. It's horrible. It's like spring green, but murky. I honestly couldn't hate it more if I tried, but it's happening. So we've just got to move. We've got to move. I was going to try and match my shoes to it. I was just looking at these shoes and I was like, gross. Straight up gross. I can't wear them. So fingers crossed it will be fine. Today was my day off, which is lovely. I love Wednesdays. I was lying in bed last night and I was thinking, I was like, oh, I wish I didn't have to go to work tomorrow. And all of a sudden it dawned on me that I didn't have to go to work. And I was like, oh, beautiful. How exciting. So I was very grateful for that. That was a lovely little shock, horror surprise that I did not expect. Well, I don't know why I didn't expect it either because I always have this day off, but it just took me by surprise and I enjoyed it. So I took myself on a run this morning and then I was feeling gross. Just took myself on like a little gentle run. And I was like, this will be good. This will be nice for us. And it was. It was good. I enjoyed it. I felt like it was okay. Lottie was a nightmare. An absolute nightmare. I was just running with my headphones in. Having a great time. Listening to my running playlist. It was very enjoyable. Running up a hill. So when I run up a hill, I just look down. Because it. I don't want to see how far I have to go. And Lottie all of a sudden starts barking really loudly. But I don't hear because I have my sound cancelling headphones on. So I don't hear a thing. I just all of a sudden look up and see her trying to torment these other dogs. But the thing is, she's not going to do anything. She's just scared. So it's a nightmare to explain to other people, though, because she barks so loudly and so aggressively. Like, she has a big bark for a small dog and a very angry bark. But she's not angry. She's just scared. She's like, I want to get you first before you get me. So that's... That was an experience, but it was fine until the end where this other dog tried to bark at her and then she was barking at it and I got so flustered trying to help Lottie that I dropped my headphone and I was like, then I didn't realise until I was like halfway home and they're like little in-ear earphones and they're black and we just walked in a forest and I was like, no, I cannot afford a new pair. 
I can't because I treated myself to these ones. I was like, these are the ones, I won't lose them. And mum was like, you're definitely going to lose wireless headphones. And I was like, no mum, you don't know me. You don't know the new me. I don't lose things. I lost it. And really, really lost it. And I was running around. And I was like, Lottie, try and find it, try and find it. And she just kept bringing me black stones instead of the headphone, which you know what you can't blame her for. They are looking very similar until she found a tennis ball and then she was totally distracted for the entire experience. But then by some miracle, I don't even know how I found it. As she found her tennis ball, I found my headphone. So what could have been a disastrous day, actually, it was just a very disastrous 10 minutes. So that was okay. And then I came back and me and mum went driving. Mm, that's fun. Mm, mm, we're not going to talk about driving because that is coming up very soon. But that's okay, we're fine. And then I took myself on a solo date, which was exciting. It's a new thing I'm trying to do each kind of week. I'm attempting for each week because I feel like it's a good thing for make me do on a Wednesday. Otherwise, I don't do anything. Otherwise, I just spend the entire day doing jobs and it doesn't feel like a day off. And I have found if I use this day to like video content to go and do like little jobs and then I make a time for myself where I just go and like read my book or journal or do something planning like today I was planning my trip in summer and I did some reading and journaling and I really liked it and being in a different environment but still on my own massively clears my head because when I'm in my room I'll just do jobs I can be like oh I can clean right now okay I'll hoover I'll change my bed I'll hang my washing up and you don't actually just sit and be present with what you were doing so this is your little sign to go and take yourself on a date because I promise you, you won't regret it. It honestly changed my day. It was going okay and then I went on this little solo date and I was like, you know what, actually no, I've had a lovely day today and I feel like I've done something with my day off, which I used to not really do anything with it. I just kind of go to the gym and then waste time on my phone. So not anymore, not anymore. I actually, kind of this episode, the topic of this episode is more of a reflective episode really because, I don't know, I've just been thinking a lot recently and it, I, it all stems from like the articles that pop up on my phone and two popped up today, one was on Instagram and one was from the BBC News and they both popped up and they both were so contrasting but also made me think about how time has passed so much. There was this post on Instagram and it was saying that two years today, this was our last normal week. Like two years ago in this exact week was our final normality week where you could go to the pub where we didn't wear masks, where we didn't have COVID, where everyone went clubbing, where you didn't know how to do a PCR test, where you didn't know what a lateral flow was, where you didn't have to quarantine, where you didn't know about isolation. And I think because right now I'm watching This Is Us, we are coming back to that program at the end of this podcast in the new area section. But because I'm watching season five on that, um, they are currently in the beginning stages of quarantine and lockdown. COVID's just happened. And I don't know, it's mad to think about how much has changed in two years. If you actually think about where you were two years ago and think about where you are now, it is crazy. It blows my mind. It, it was like two years ago... I was still with my ex. Like, how mad is that to think? Two years ago, Lou was travelling in Australia. Two years ago, I was still in Leeds. Two years ago, I was going to do a Masters in Science Communication. Like, I had no... Now I'm on such a different plan than the plan that I was on before. 
Sorry, Gem just shouted me to discuss vaccines to her, which is weirdly similar to what we're discussing now, but I was on such a different life plan than I am now. And strangely, like, two years ago, I was still with my ex. Like, this next week was the week when I probably broke up with him, and that means from two years, I've now been on this journey of getting to know who I am for two years now. And it's weird to think that this time two years ago... It was that last week, the last week of going to Fruity. We went on this big, like, golf pub crawl where we all just dressed up as golfers, and there was meant to be some type of, like, set drinks that you had, but we just went on a big pub crawl. And I remember thinking that everyone was just being really silly about COVID, that everyone was just being a hypochondriac and being like, what is everyone doing? It's not that bad. Why is everyone going home? This is so strange. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to wait. I remember telling Em I was just going to wait it out, and I'd go home in, like, two weeks. It's mad to think how much can change. Like, two years ago, I decided I actually had no idea who I am. I think it's really strange when you look back on yourself already. When I look back on myself when I was 16 and I look back on who I was when I was 14 and 18 to 16 and now, like, I'm going to be 22 this year, looking back to when I was 20 when this all kicked off. Like... That's crazy to think about, but I think this time is all, this like two years is so crazy to look back on. It's because, because of the pandemic and lockdown and being isolated and everything, it's almost like a magnifying glass into like, Bella, you have to work on yourself because (laughs) what's happening now is not working, is not working at all. And it's weird because it's almost like I knew it wasn't working because when I first moved back, like that first week when things weren't still really bad, I instantly was like, I need to redecorate my room because this is weird. And now I like, it's little things like that. I knew it wasn't working. And then this kind of isolation time held the biggest magnifier ever onto my life and was basically like, you need to sort yourself out. You need to sort yourself out big time. And now here we are and it's weird. And so many other things have happened in the last two years. But it's kind of strange to think about where we are now. I think I did think by this point, I would be never anxious ever again. And I think that was a bad thing to think because I think one of the things I'm starting to realise, I think looking back on how I was and how much I think I thought I was going to grow and what was going to happen, I'm realising that being anxious and being kind of like worry and worrying about things, it's never going to go away. But rather than like deleting it from my life, I've learnt really good strategies on how to cope with things. And I think this can be a hard thing when you're looking back on things on how much have changed. Sometimes big things that you want to change haven't changed as such. But rather than changed, you've become better adapted to them. And that also is a massive, great thing to celebrate. But I think sometimes it's easy to trick yourself into thinking, oh, I still get anxious sometimes. I still massively overthink certain things. I still can have like a little panic attack about something and cry and honestly just feel like shit about things. And it's easy to think when you think those things, like nothing's changed, you're still at ground zero. But the reality is you have grown so much in those two years that you've come up with such better coping mechanisms and that in itself should be celebrated. You can't rush these things. It's easy to think when you're looking back about where you should be and form these pressures in your own mind about where you should be and what you should be doing. And yet the other thing that I wanted to talk about today is such a contrasting point because looking back in the two years and thinking about how much life has changed since the pandemic started for all of us is like microscopic focus. We're focusing on the tiny, tiny, minute details and looking at our lives being quite like intracellular in that sense. And then today I got another post and it was from the BBC and it was a post about how an old sailing ship... um, 
had been found on the bottom of the Arctic and it had been lost for hundreds and hundreds of years. That's an exaggeration. Not hundreds and hundreds of years, but, you know, it had been under there for ages and because it had sunk either in the Antarctic or the Arctic, I can't remember the exact details, but because it had sank in these waters where there obviously are no forests where the ice caps are, there's no forests or anything there, there were no wood-eating bacteria or animals as such in the sea, which meant it had been perfectly preserved. And when I was looking at the pictures of it, and I was, then they had some photographs of, like, that where it had, the reason it was a special story is because this kind of, this boat had sunk in 1915, I won't say 1915, I think, anyway, because it had been surrounded by ice and then eventually crushed, and it sunk to the ground, and it was a massive rescue mission to get these men who were off the boat, but then get them to safety because they were in the Arctic, and it's a crazy story. You should read the article, it's really interesting, but... Along with the article, with these kind of, these photos of the boat and how well it had been preserved. And I don't know why, but seeing it in the real life, seeing how it was actually there, it just kind of brought to life this past time for me. Often when I think about the olden days, you know, like, often when I, I always used to call them that as a kid and I don't even know why. But when I think back to events that happened in the past, I almost think I subconsciously view them as fairy tales. I just... It, it's really, really hard for me to grasp that those were actual lifetimes that different people had, that they're really, they were in a born in a totally different time frame to us. They had a totally different life. And in 200 years, another type of person's going to be born and they're going to have a totally different life than we had. And it just got me thinking because the point, point at when you're born, that time period of when you are born is so random. It's so unpredictable and random. And the people that you meet along your way are so random, are so... What are the chances? The chances of meeting the people you are currently surrounded with are tiny, are minuscule, are so unpredictable, and yet they can have... These people have such a massive impact on your life. These events have such a massive impact. These thoughts that you have have an impact, but they're so unlikely and in that way I think it makes them very special because the chances of like me meeting these friends and these people these souls these types of people being born in the same time frame as me being born in the same environment being able to like our world colliding is so unexpected it's, it's, it's so unpredictable you know what I mean like you couldn't even it, when you bump into people you bump into people it's shock I can't really like put it into words what I'm trying to say but I just mean like the chances of that happening are tiny. And I know that should make you appreciate it, and but that's not the way I'm trying to go with it. I think when those things happen, there's such a freak accent that I actually find that thought very grounding in a way. I find it grounding and ungrounding, kind of like a mixture of the two. I find it grounding because I feel it makes me realise how unimportant everything is, you know? It's like thousands and millions of people have been here before us, millions of people have been here after us, and this time frame that you're in right now, everything passes. It will end, something new will start, you'll meet new people, everything will pass. Everything has a beginning and an ending and a journey and different things that happen. I also find it very ungrounding because I'm like, oh my god the chances of this happening are tiny, you literally have no control over anything, you, or you do, but like, 
there's so many other factors at play here that implicate your life. And it's just got me really thinking, to be honest, about how, like, kind of, like, viewing life more microscopically. I feel like that two-year post made me view my life really microscopically and made me kind of interrogate the different points that I had and how much I had changed as a person, really. But then this article came up about... And it really brought to life these kind of these sailors' lives because you could literally see everything. The painting on the ship, it was pristinely preserved. And it made me realise, kind of brought to life, that they lived on that and that was their time frame and it passed for them and ultimately none of us are really here for that long. None of us... Like, our point on this earth is tiny in comparison to how long the earth has been here. I don't know. I feel like these types of thoughts, that helps me when I get really anxious I found a good way to describe how I feel anxious at the weekend because I don't know if you saw my reel but it was like this little kite flying around and that's what I realized is how my head feels when I get really anxious it feels like thousands of kites are flying around and like my thoughts are flying around I can't control them and I can't grab them and like stop them flying and that makes it worse and worse and worse and it builds and builds and builds and builds and I think those types of more macroscopic thoughts remind me of how little our present on earth really matters. It does matter. I'm not like trying to make it insignificant or anything like that. Obviously it matters, but it pales in significance to the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things, we are very small and these worries that you have are so much smaller, so much smaller. And I feel like that really helps me to breathe and realise it's no, nothing's worth losing sleep over. Nothing's worth bringing the anxiety into the next day. And obviously there are, I'm, I'm talking about anxiety type worries, like, oh, I'm worried that they don't like me anymore, I'm worried about, I don't know, that I'm not sticking to my exercise routine enough, I'm worried, like, these stupid, stupid worries that sometimes, like, fill my mind because of the pressure that I put on myself are so insignificant in reality, so insignificant, and I also think not in kind of not speaking macroscopically about the world or microscopically about my life, but it's also when there are such horrific things going on in the rest of the world, like what's happening in Ukraine at the moment, it's just makes you realise how quickly everything can change and how it's not that important, really. These worries that you have, it's also not that important. So there are many things going on at the moment that make me realise how little worry, like how ineffective worrying is, because it doesn't change anything. And equally... It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you worry about it or not, the thing's going to happen. Whether you cannot change anything by worrying, and I wish I kind of took that to heart a little bit more. But I feel like we're trying, we're learning, we're growing, and it's going okay. Okay, let's skip to the next part of this podcast because I'm excited because I have a lot of things to talk about in the terms of new things that are happening at the moment or new things I've done this week. You know the drill. I'll discuss some new things that have happened because my goal for this year is as many new things as possible. This is the main goal. So, first new thing, I've started reading a new book because obviously I finished Wild. Another note to go start reading it because Jesus, wow, what a book. Um, Good Vibes, Good Life is the one I'm reading. I think it's by Vex King and I am enjoying it. I am enjoying it. I like, it It has a very conversationalist tone, 
which I like. It's quite, I find it quite easy to read. It's not saying anything I wasn't shocked to know about. So it's, it's not saying anything yet that I found shocking. The one thing I have found shocking is, so the kind of the premise on the book is all about vibrations um, and how vibrations can affect you and kind of talking about how everything has an energy. Um, and it's talked about the energy of different foods and how people have measured the energy coming off foods and how healthier foods have a much higher vibration than junk foods and how food itself can actually affect your energetic state. And that was crazy to me. That blew my mind. So if there was ever a motivation for me to stop eating donuts, which I really love, this is it. This is the one. We're trying to make fruit salad instead and it's an expensive habit, I must say. But... The book, it's not saying anything I'm shocked about so far. It's kind of talking a lot about self-love and stuff like that. But I think it's always good to hear it rephrased. It's not saying it the same way that I've heard it before. And it makes you think, I think, when something's rephrased, think about concepts in a different way. I also really like the graphics in it and the way it's laid out. I think a lot of the self-help books that I've been reading recently have been really quite clinical in their nature. I feel like they've been, like, very to the point basically they didn't have any drawings in and that was upsetting me but this one does and I like them because they just look they just look nice and it's nice to break the book up I also like how personal the book feels I feel like rather than listening to an author writing you feel like more that you're having more of a prolonged conversation with the author rather than reading their book I like it it makes it feel like quite a quick read because it does just feel like a conversation and the pages are thick, which makes the book look thicker, but it means that you read it faster, and that is really motivating. And also, rather than having kind of just big chapters, like the Jordan Peterson book that I'm reading at the moment, which has taken me years to read, it has kind of chapters that are broken up into mini chapters, and that motivates me to read more, because I'm like, well, if I get to another mini chapter, and then I'll do one more mini chapter, so I'm liking that. I think that's really good. As I said, compared to the Jordan Peterson book, it's going much better that is my end of march april goal is to get the jordan peterson book finished because it's a thick book i'm on page 235 and i just feel like it's not going down as fast as we want it to but that's the goal that is the goal other new thing as i said earlier i started watching this is us again and i was not okay for how obsessed that i've got i got super obsessed with this show at uni just ask em i would literally watch it for hours and then I couldn't get past season four because Amazon Prime wanted me to pay £20 a season and I had four seasons, three seasons left to watch and this is the worst part, I really nearly did it. I was like, you know what, 90 quid, no, 60 quid. I was nearly prepared to spend 60 quid, like very prepared. And I thought, no, we'll leave it. And then I got distracted and life moved on and life got busy and I forgot about it. And then... I was lying in bed yesterday, feeling all ill and sorry for myself, and I find it's on Amazon Prime every single season for free. For free. So I've already started it. I'm on season five. I must say, if you're going to start watching it, one, two, three, a gate. Four's a bit iffy, but I'm liking five. Five is good again. Season four, mm, not a fan. Irritating, to be honest. Very irritating. But you have to watch it to get to this part, and it's worth it. If you can push yourself through it i'm enjoying season five so this is my recommendation for you all to go and watch i'm gonna watch another episode tonight i've just decided i've realized i like tv that i can become invested in i get bored really easily so i have to find something i'm invested with characters and backstories and 
this is why this program's perfect because it's all about their backstories and I am really, really liking it. So that's the thing that you guys should go and watch. I'm gonna have to move because my leg is about to go fully, fully numb, fully numb. But I'm excited for this week. Hopefully by the time you've watched this, listened to it, watched it. No, I don't mean watch it, listen to it. Oh my God, Louis will be here this weekend. Louis's coming on Friday, which is exciting. I'm gonna make us a really nice dinner on Saturday. I've decided I miss cooking. So I'm gonna make an ultra effort meal. I don't know what it's gonna be yet. You'll probably get to vote <laughs> on what I should cook, but I am excited about it. Okay, my leg is really, really numb now. So I'm definitely gonna have to go, but have a little think, what were you doing two years ago? I'm intrigued, please answer my little question book. Like, what were you doing this week last, two years ago, not last year, two years ago? I hope you all have a lovely, lovely week and I'll speak to you soon. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at you've got mail underscore pod. I post just so much stuff on there. I probably annoy you all, but <laughs> here we are. <laughs> I'll speak to you soon. Bye.